The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. In the meantime, we'll stick with the sporting theme now. A lot of people are talking today about uh, violence in Gaelic games. And a lot of the conversations are in the context of an alleged uh, incident in Tipperary at an under nine Brits where a nine year old was, um, it is alleged, as I say, uh, and that's an important word to use here, uh, was grabbed by an adult. Now, we're not going to talk about that on the hard shoulder. And actually, I think people should be very, very slow to talk about that and offer their hot takes anywhere or pontificate about violence in an association based on an incident that they know nothing about, which isn't for a moment before you get in touch, which isn't for a moment to suggest if it did happen, that it's in any way excusable. But if it did happen, I mean, it's more than about violence in the GEA. That's child abuse. If a child was grabbed like that, it's child abuse. Like it is, you know, the very definition of it. So we're going to park that conversation. Like I say, we know nothing about it. And I think people should be slow um, to to offer their insight uh, when that insight is based on ignorance. Instead, we're going to talk about incidents we do know about and they are happening. We know they're happening and they've happened so regularly, it seems, that Larry McCarthy, the current GEA president, has spoken as recently as last week about a need for a culture shift within the association. Well, the former GEA president, Nikki Rennan, is with me now. Nikki, always a pleasure and thanks a million for taking the time. Do you agree with... Larry McCarthy, that there needs to be a culture shift? Well, clearly, Kieran, you have um, your introduction there was spot on. There is clearly a problem at the moment. Why it's happening now, I don't know. I mean, we've had issues ongoing on and on for, for quite some time. Now, it's not that there's an epidemic of them every weekend, but certainly they seem to garner more publicity in recent times. And the incidents that have been reported, that have been dealt with, as distinct from anything that might be alleged, are quite serious. And the GA. From what I've seen now, and I'm not directly involved anymore, would appear to be dealing with them uh, pretty well. But there is, there's also a societal thing here as well. The respect, perhaps, for law and order in general is falling down, and that respect seems to have uh, manifested itself maybe more so with a greater profile within the GA in more recent times. And of course, it has to be stamped out. It is totally unacceptable, and and it must be dealt with. Uh, by the GA and where necessary mm. by the law of the land. Well, one wonders whether, and this is, I mean, just complete speculation on my part, Nikki. But one wonders whether, I mean, the split season means that it is getting a bit more attention. There's an awful lot more club games happening, and I suppose they have begun to happen before, kind of. Soccer and rugby have really had a chance to get going into the winter months, and and maybe there is just a little bit more attention on the game than there might have been in previous well, years. I thought about it in that context, but certainly the uh, club window, and you know it very well, Kieran, uh, from your own uh, involvement, not directly maybe anymore on the playing field, but nevertheless, you know that the season has been tightened, which means that games are coming in quick rapidity. It means that there's maybe a lot more pressure on teams. It means that games are going to. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of uh, maybe extra time in matches now, maybe injury time being monitored a lot more. It's going to penalty shootout. So definitely the split season has brought maybe more tension to games because if you don't if you don't win it on the day, you won't be out the next day. So that might be a factor. But I, I think we're I think we're probably um, letting people off the hook a little bit. These are people who have totally lost the lost the run of themselves on the sideline, and they need to be brought to book. Um, you've had it in the case of obviously with some referees getting treatment, um, but also there's been other alleged incidents as well that, that are quite serious. But I'll, I'll come back to the issue of referees in a moment. But for now, 
I think there are clearly people involved in the sideline that lose the run of themselves at matches and they must be brought to book and very seriously. And I think the GA rules are not too bad in that regard. Mm. I, like, uh, to what degree, Nicky, do you suspect? I mean, it, it's what's happening on the field and on the sideline is just a reflection of maybe the attitude in the stands. Like, I, I'm sure you were over in the park yesterday in Nolan Park County Final. There was a bit of a schmozzle in the second half. There was a red card. I, I, there was a kind of couple of mentors floating around the outside of the Shimazel and they shouldn't have been. Not too many people seemed that appalled by it, I have to say, when I was walking back through town afterwards talking to people. No, you're right. Look, it was an incident. I was on the other side in the, in the press media area and I couldn't see it quite clearly. I didn't have access to the TG4 cameras at that particular point in time. But that was an incident that took place in the field. To the absolute credit of the referee, Conor Everard, he consulted uh, with his linesman, Richie Dowler, and they dealt with the matter there and then. I thought it was very well handled by the officials. And rather ironically, in the perverse way, if I could put it this way, it probably galvanised the, 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 the Shamrock's Valley Hale to, to even go farther and even go better and even go harder. And uh, But that is it may, it was an incident that was dealt with. Of course, there's a little bit of tension. You have people sitting beside one another from the uh, competing clubs. But in the overall scheme of things, that was a generally a, a relatively minor issue, but mm. dealt with very carefully by the referee and his officials yeah. of the day. But I suppose the point I'm making, or the point I, I kind of would like your take on is that, you know, we, we talk and people write columns about, you know, the need for change and how appalling it is. But I don't see much evidence when, I, when I'm at games and this happens of people actually being appalled. I, I can't remember the last time somebody said in the sense, well, that is awful behaviour and I'm taking my child out of here because it's a terrible example to set for them. I, I think, Kieran, it's just, it's not happening a huge amount, but there are incidents that where it is happening, it's very serious. It's probably maybe more obvious at a venue perhaps where there isn't an enclosed, uh, an enclosed pitch where people are up the sidelines and where mentors are encroaching on each other's territories and things got get inflamed with a decision going a wrong way or whatever way people want to interpret that. So I think it might be happening more in those situations. And there are probably some people involved with, uh, with underage teams in particular, not exclusively, with adult teams as well, who simply are not, are not fit to take on those roles because they don't understand the, the meaning of the word respect uh, and which is which should be the first word they should have in dealing with their own players, with the opposition players, and with opposition supporters. And I just feel there's some people just not a, a mental role in a team is possibly not appropriate for them. Yeah, now, as always happens when this debate or discussion is being had, people kind of pile on and they will suggest that it is absolutely a problem of Gaelic games or it's absolutely a problem of the IRFU or the FAI and then everybody retreats into their own camps and just kind of lob grenades uh, at each other. I mean, it's a, it's a problem, violence like this, or some level of violence in all sports, I would wager. Yeah, there is an issue in all sports. And look, I'm not going to to talk about other sports. I watch other sports. I see, I see um, issues of, of uh, incidents of what we call violence or misbehaviour by players or mentors or officials. And, uh, and uh, you simply have that sort of scenario, even at the, at the highest level, and it was a high-profile game, we could say it yesterday, the Liverpool manager completely lost the rag when one of his players didn't get a free just down from him and he was sent off with a red card. Now, you could say, what sort of, uh, what sort of leadership is he showing and uh, what sort of example is he giving uh, he's one of the most highest profile uh, uh, people in in uh, in world soccer. So, but I'm only using that as an example. I mean, he's generally of good demeanour, and and when he's speaking, he makes a lot of sense. But you you people can lose the head occasionally. Sport is by its nature very competitive, 
and we sometimes lose some of our natural rationale when things are taking place and we we often look at things uh, very much uh, in how our how it's impacting our own team and uh, that's something that uh, maybe all of us mm. in our time me and you included have at times we have looked through things in uh, certain coloured glasses Kieran, and maybe uh, didn't quite see it as it actually was. Yeah, well, thankfully, Nicky, now I never played at a high enough level that there's much uh, footage uh, <laughs> uh, around of, of any of my indiscretions on the pitch, so we might leave it there. Um, you mentioned kind of the disciplinary procedures. I mean, you feel they're up to scratch, do you? Because that's another criticism that some people make is, A, they feel that, you know, and this is often a criticism from outside, but that the association sweeps things under the carpet like this, and B, that when... Uh, uh, bans are meted out, that they're inevitably appealed and players end up back playing anyway? No, the, the junior disciplinary system, I mean, I, first of all, it's complicated. So in fairness, there are listeners here who don't who wouldn't necessarily understand it, and I, and, and I can appreciate that. But it's a very, very thorough system. It does certainly give every every possibility to the player to, after they have been, um, after they've been told what their suspension is going to be, they can, uh, they can uh, challenge that process then they can appeal it, and then they can go maybe to the DRA, to the nth extreme. Now, that process was put in place because it was felt to be ultra-fair to both players and officials or anybody else who would come through the disciplinary system. And it's um, while you could have a national system, perhaps, that met every Monday and dealt with the issues from the previous day, doing something like that within the club environment where there's thousands of games taking place would not be practical. So I think generally it works well, and I think the disciplinary system, uh, by and large, uh, works fairly well. The area I alluded to earlier, I think that we probably as an association need to improve a lot, is on the whole referee side. We mm. spend an awful lot of time uh, coaching and helping our referees. But I think that one of the challenges are that referees, while they might know the rules, they mightn't be equipped to cope with the pressure situation and the tension that can arise in some matches on occasions where they might be getting it between the ears from both sets of supporters and even players on the field who are smart with their back chat and all that. You, you have to be trained how to cope with those pressure situations. And the higher the profile of the game, I think the, the, the more that the, these people, these referees, need assistance in coping with the psychological pressure that there is out on the field, particularly when there's a lot of tension at stake in the game. Nicky, listen, always interesting, and thanks a million for taking the time uh, to chat. Nicky Brennan is, of course, the former GAA president.